You know what it's giving, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to Kimboology. It's your girl Kimbo here. And you guys, this is really weird, but yeah. Becky's here too. Becky's here, <laughs> but she's not here, but she's here. That makes any sense. We're doing some experimental recording today. Yes, we are remote. So we are both from our, we are like Becky's in the hood right now. And, uh, <laughs> Becky's in the hood. Becky's in the ghetto right now, and I'm in the utopia. So, <laughs> no, she's in the. She has her own utopia, yeah. dead ass. So, we're, we're me and the girls are utoping over here, just lovely. So, yeah. Uh, so, guys, we're actually recording remotely today. Uh, we're trying out this new platform that we're trying to experiment with so if we sound a little different that is why usually uh becky is in studio with me when we record uh so i get to smoke weed with her and all that in person but today we're just gonna smoke weed on uh by at our houses okay. but in you know on camera via this app um so yeah welcome back to the show yeah. and let us know how it sounds like we would love the most honest feedback because me and Kim are kind of like sound snobs in a way. So <laughs> Becky's like, it's not the, the, the sound. Is, sound. It wasn't sounding. Right. It just it, wasn't sounding. Shout out to Rick Dog for elevating us. But um, yeah, let us know what it what it sounds like or what you guys think of. This. Yeah, and if it was like a a significant difference of show with me and Becky right. being in like different places, I don't know. It's gonna right. be interesting. Yeah. We well, that music you just heard earlier was our intro because what is episode one twelve? And that was one twelve peaches and cream. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> right at cue the horns. Uh, that was a classic. <laughs> I remember listening to that song when I was very little and being disgusted because huh. they were talking about very grown things. And I was young and I was like, ah, peaches and cream. Ah. I was so appalled. They definitely I was a prude. Pushed the, they pushed the envelope, that band, that R&B group. That, they really yo, did. what happened to 112? What I happened with know. them? Are they still with us? They're, they're like someone Theo's now. Like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's somebody's uncle over there. Somebody's son. Somebody's <laughs> grandson. Oh, Becky, I have to start the clock. Okay, cool. Oh, oh shit. What's up? Oh my god, yeah, get it. No, I just clock. did. I okay. just did. I just did. Yeah, so usually guys when we're in studio, we have like this like iPad with like a timer that like like tells us like how long we've been talking because we do get really high and be forgetting how long we're talking. So we need a timer in our face. Um, so I just turned it on. But a lot of fucking happened, y'all. A lot. Uh Becky, let's just start because we just saw each other last night. So let's just tell people why. Yeah, uh, like, we were Super Bowl. Kim, right, Kim and Kim and Rick were gracious enough to host me for the Super Bowl amongst other people, and it was I don't know about you, but that performance I think totally it. She ate it up. She fucking ate it up. Like, and who is guys. she? Who is she? Rihanna, y'all. Let's speak her name. Rihanna performed at the Super Bowl, and we got our whole fucking life. And I was so happy because, yeah, Becky and I were together watching the Super Bowl. I invited her over. And, yeah, we watched it in the, like, we watched it in, like, uh, kind of like a theater setting. Yeah. <laughs> Very elevated. <laughs> Shout out to producer Rick, 
who did the most and had TVs in like every room in the house almost, even the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. He like he like the Rick Dog like, Network. He was telling me he's like, yeah, next year I'm gonna put one on the porch so like when we go out and smoke, you know, we can like smoke and like watch the game out on the porch. Like I can't like, stand him. And then he was like, the only thing that's missing is like one in the bathroom. He's like, but then it would be good. And I was like, oh my god. You're like seriously, sir, <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir, a bathroom TV <laughs> like. Yeah, Ricky wants like uh just like a fucking visual in every like perspective, but it was kind of a key. It was like, and then we had like the like our porch. Like he was like, man, we could put, we could play TV out there, yeah, and smoke weed. And it, like I'm like, man, this guy. But it was great. He <laughs> said, oh, like shout out to Rick Dog, the Rick Dog Network, uh, producer Rick, because he really just um showed it showed out for the yeah, Super Bowl at the crib. So, I mean, carnitas. Right. So, mom, mom and dad were like mom and daddy. <laughs> Becky, how were the carnitas? Did you like them? They were so good. They were really yes! good. Yes. Y'all hear that? Yeah. Y'all hear perfect. that? I'm actually, I'm going to eat some later. Yeah, you're going to yeah. eat some later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. She's excited. She's like, bitch, save me some. Uh, I had some for breakfast. It was delicious um because yeah we're eating leftovers right now because we still had like stuff from the party but um yeah we're still really full not only from the food but from rihanna herself who graciously took the stage and what not only just her but she had a she had a, a guest on that stage with her who was that oh my god the fact that her pregnant too is like said fetus said fetus was also on that stage Rihanna's pregnant with baby number two, y'all. Baby yeah. number two. I wonder and how long she is. Okay, so my friend Joy, who I was at her wedding, remember, from in Jamaica? Yeah. She said she's nine months postpartum, and then she's pregnant now, like, with this child. Okay. Does that make sense or no? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she must have gotten pregnant with the baby with, like, four... Maybe four the baby months. was like four or five months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were fucking y'all. And well, they, you know what they say though. They say that women need to be really, really careful during that period because the body's like already ready to what, like you're to like super have, fertile. You're super, you're super that's, fertile. Yeah. That's how that's how women end up. Well, like me and my brother are a year and a half apart. My mom. Oh. My mom had difficulty conceiving after she had my sister, and then mm. she got pregnant with me out of nowhere. And the doctors were like, "If you want another kid, give it a go, like right now." Really? And that's what she did, and that's how she ended up with my brother. Shut up. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. But it's like a thing. It's a thing, you know. You're just super fertile after you have that first one, you know. Damn, I mean, I, I, girl. I, mean, I get it. It's like our body's way of procreating, you know. Like, yeah. I mean, it's nature, our, right? We're in our feelings because listen, like once your baby's like a two, three years old, maybe four, you're like, you know what? That pregnancy. <laughs> Uh, fuck that fuck right, that pregnancy though right right, right. this is like when fuck. you're in the bliss of like newborn baby you're in love you're having sex you're gonna get pregnant you might as well get pregnant right there and then you know what i mean <sighs> i don't know man that shit all sounds <laughs> awful to me so <laughs> all of it um no i mean like don't get me wrong like i am like living for for pregnant rihanna like absolutely livid like not livid living yeah. Um, speaking of, I had this vape here. I'm gonna just hit are this. You, are you mad that you're not gonna get an album? 
bitch. I mean, like, <laughs> let's be real. Rihanna, like, at this point, don't got to give us nothing. She's a billionaire <laughs> off of her catalog already of what she's done in the past. So, like, for her to, like, clock in and work... You know, yeah. if I was her, I wouldn't work either. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm like, we're lucky we even got this fucking Super Bowl performance concert. Excuse me, because it was a concert. Right. Right. A 13 minute like celebration of her years of work of servitude to us. So she don't owe us shit. I am a proud member of the Navy. Do I want another album? Fuck yes. You know what I mean? Where's R.A.? I know R.A. is like exists already. We just she just doesn't want to release it. Like R.A. Mm-hmm. actually exists somewhere. But. She's just like, nah, you're not getting it. And I'm kind of like, bitch, I see you. Like, don't give us anything remember until you're fucking ready. Remember when you thought she was working on an album and that she was going to release it? <laughs> and Becky was trolling. She's like, see, bitch. And then when she released that ballad, she released a Lift Me Up, that 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 ballad, that's that Sleepy Time song. <laughs> that, the like, just is a... The lullaby that is just a tearjerker that I can't I listen like, to. Listen, those Aries cases, if she doesn't want to fucking do it. I'm done does. with you. Okay, okay. Becky wants to <laughs> claim all of Rihanna as an Aries. Rihanna <laughs> is a Pisces, bitch. Her son is Pisces, not Aries. God. She's an Aries rising and an Aries Venus and an Aries Gemini. I'm sorry, Kim. I don't have <laughs> to tell you. She's one of us. She's one of us. (laughs) Whatever. Becky wants to claim her as an Aries, even though she's not. But whatever that you want to, you know, whatever you want to tell yourself, sis, go off. But I just, uh, I was so proud. I feel like we're both floating from yesterday. Like, yesterday was just... Girl. Like, it was a culmination of weeks and weeks of speculation and excitement. Right, right. She... My mouth was on the ground. Like, I couldn't even talk to Kim. Like, I, I think I said, like, three things to her during the 13 minutes. I was like, I want the choreography, though. The choreography. Listen. Listen. Oh, my God. My girl Paris always delivers. Uh, I'm going to, like, her name is Paris. Shout Gobel. out to the dancers, too. Because, like, the pr- imagine, like, the pressure and it's a 13-minute routine. That you have to learn the amount of practice right. oh. oh. that went into that. That's like no easy feat either. You well, know? I mean, she and like you said, Becky, during the show, you're like, she's had she's gotten to practice this now four times because she and her team have created this amazing fashion show. Right. Right. right so yeah. they've been doing this shit. And so now they're just like, oh, you want us to do the Super Bowl? Bitch, we've been preparing for this. Right. Like you said, this is, honestly, her, this is her choreographer too, uh, Paris Gobel. Now, there is a like visuals part. I don't quite know if they're ever going to release this part, but we'll see. <laughs> We're just going to say. But um, yeah. yeah, Paris, I don't know if I'm ever saying her last name right. It's G-O-E-B-E-L. She's from New Zealand. She's a Kiwi. Okay. Uh, she, I believe she's Samoan, though. It's like her like lineage. Like, that's like her like uh, ethnicity, I believe, or from the Cook Islands. Um, yeah, so, but with that being said, uh, I was really proud. I was really proud. Uh, yes, bitch, you better smoke, bitch. You better smoke. Jack, Jack Herrera from Dog Walkers. It's a pre-roll. Yes. So that's Becky's strain of the day. Yeah. 
I romanticize escapism. Just kidding. Uh, no, I was on vacation in Puerto Rico. Um, it was great. I fell in love with PR. Like, fell in love. Like, beautiful, beautiful. Like, I also feel really ignorant because I didn't, I didn't do a lot of research before this trip, which is totally not like me. And I didn't really know much about I I know I'm going to take a shit when I go travel somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, I know how much I'm going to spend in gas, usually. But, you know, I just had a lot going on, you know. Um, and I wanted to relax on this trip, so I didn't want to, like, get super involved and be like, oh, I'm going to go do this, I'm going to go do that. Um, so I kind of went in like kind of blind and it's a beautiful island. Like what a, it's just like a, it's a treasure of a place. Like there were, I thought it was going to be all flat and I was really surprised at how many foothills there were and like the jungle, the forest, the beaches, there were, there was snorkeling. Like my friend whose house we stayed at, she, she lived two minutes away from the beach and there was coral reef right off her beach we went snorkeling there. So, yeah. Just like, oh, I, just like a whatever thing. I was like, girl, if I lived here, I would be doing this every day for like hours a day. Like, this is insane. I mean, it was beautiful. The food was to die for. But it's also a very, 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 very complicated place. And, um, you know, with it being a U.S. Commonwealth. And I, I, I've never, I, I'm not... I'm a little ashamed to feel, I feel like I've kind of overlooked the plight of Puerto Ricans for a long time. Like, it's serious. Like, one thing that I took away from was, like, everything was pretty expensive out there, but it's all because it's on an island, you know? But it's, it's either, like, you're either rich or you're poor. Um, there's a lot of gaps between, like, socioeconomic classes and... Um, there's a lot of tension there between Americans that are living there versus like native Puerto Ricans. I was, you know, witness to some of that hostility. So it, it's, it's complicated and I get it, you know, and I, I, I feel like it's kind of like my duty now to learn, educate myself more about all that stuff too. Not that it's stuff. I mean, it's just real life for Puerto Ricans, you know, but yeah, it was, it was great. It was quite the experience. It was, I think maybe because I've spent so much time in Mexico, I've, I kind of went in being like, Oh, like another Latin American territory, like whatever, but no, it's completely different. So yeah. And it kind of, it's kind of got my wheels going I'm like, okay, maybe I should go to Colombia now. Maybe I should go to like Argentina, Peru, Nicaragua, you know, Guatemala, like all those places that I've never been like, Oh, like, I love Mexico. Like, and Mexico's great. <laughs> and the kid's like nodding her head because she knows. Like, I love my motherland so much. And there's so much to see there. There's so much to explore. And I'm so proud of my history. But I really am doing myself a disservice not going to other places. And not that I'm not traveling within other places in Mexico. But still, like, I've got to broaden my horizons. So that's my takeaway. Hey guys, uh, we actually had some technical difficulties um, with some of this audio, so we are going to go right into a break, um, and then when we come back, we're going to get into recycling of the news. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be right back 
after these sickening messages. Today's episode of the Kimboology podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimboology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. from our break becky just lit up <laughs> bitch you know you smoking a j on this is actually a vibe well, like it's, it. it's on brand for us yeah because we don't smoke, it's we don't really smoke on in brand. the studio so well no bitch because we can't not in pudgeon house true, 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 true. yeah bitch this is still pudgeon house so yeah um like if she walked in we're back from our break there she'd be like she'd lose her shit yeah yeah girl like yeah <laughs> Like absolutely, yeah. Um, plus, you know, I don't want I don't want there to be like cigarette smoke and like not cigarette. I'm sorry, weed like in the carpets and all that. Like, I kind of want to keep it yeah. separate because we have carpets. We have True, carpets. You're right. Basement, you're so. right. Yeah. Yeah. And we yeah. So, but uh, we're back from our break, everyone. Sorry, this is gonna be a really interesting episode because again, we are record. If you are tuning in again, we are recording remotely. Uh, it's our first time doing this and trying this new software. We are struggling, but we are getting through it, right? right? Yes. Um, we're going to do a little recycling in the news just because we. I know we talked a little bit earlier about this, but we have to still talk even further because both the queens are giving me absolute life right now. Be- Becky just posted this one, or she reposted this thing I posted on of Alana Glazer's <laughs> Instagram. And it's Alana, like, get, like Alana from uh, Broad City. She's literally like, getting her whole fucking life because she just got Beyonce tickets. And then she's also like on a high because Rihanna just performed in the Super Bowl. So that is me. I am she's she. ready to start the that week. She's gassed up. Gassed the fuck up. Uh, yeah, guys, I got Beyonce tickets. I did. Uh, I bought expensive ass motherfucking tickets when I have no job. Yes. Yes, I am now. Jo- not, I'm not going to say no job because I am. I am working, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't have that cushy every two week check coming coming in. in. Right. I don't got that DP hitting my bank account every two weeks. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little scary for your girl, but it's Beyonce. (laughs) Becky decided to opt out. Becky's Becky's not a true beehive member because she, she, said no to the tickets tell them becky so i told him because i actually had a financial situation an emergency expense a big one right before my puerto rico trip and i was telling him i was like honestly my limit for this is like four hundred dollars she got me yeah, fucked and, up and girl I was like, and i told and it came was already in the queue at this point and she, i was like yeah, you let yeah. me know what you can do, and let's go from there. So then I never heard from her, and then I got it. <laughs> and so like, I never heard from her. So I got a text from her with a <laughs> screenshot of the fucking tickets, and she's like, "You're going to Beyonce," and I was like, "Damn!" And I was like, "Girl," and, and all caps. But that's what I texted her, and she wrote back. She was like, "Bitch!" Like never ending, and I was like, "I don't want to know what you paid for those tickets." Yeah, listen, yeah, I, I yeah. still don't know. She still hasn't told me. 
No, I'm taking Sakura. Know. You no, know that, I know. right? I know. Okay, okay, okay. I know. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, it was not in my budget. Beyonce was out of the question. <laughs> so, there was. Honestly, girl, <laughs> like, honestly, truly, uh, I was. Okay, so I've never. Okay, so I. This is, you guys, I spent a lot of money. I'm not going to tell exactly how much money because I'm embarrassed. And I'm, I, like I said, I am embarrassed because I don't have income coming in. So I'm like, I have a client that does really well for herself. And her and her husband are on the no kids plan too. So they have two dual incomes with no kids. And she came in on Saturday and she told me she got tickets. She's like, I don't want to tell you what I spent on these tickets. See? You see? You see? I don't want to tell you. She's like, I I can't. <laughs> I can't. Like, funny. but you know what though? It was just like I, cause okay. So shout out to Kyle Sudges who was on the show before, but he works for Live Nation and he got me to go see uh on the run. He got me tickets to see the on the run tour, and um, you know through his job. So we were in the skybox. It was super cute. It was a vibe, of course, and I got to experience that. <clears throat> And that was just a taste of her. That was just her with her husband. You know what I'm saying? And so I said, oh, bitch, I need to see this bitch by herself. Like, this is a fucking vibe. Yeah. Like, I got my whole life. You've never seen her in concert so, before? Before that? No, oh, okay. no, not not before On the Run. Okay. No, I had not. I had not. I've seen Rihanna once. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm not the, like, I'm not a, like, a constant concert goer. That's that makes right. Any sense. Yeah, that's right. I'm not. It's yeah, like a special occasion uh, it depends for you. Absolutely, yeah. it is. Unless I get like tickets to go see it for free, then I'll go. But like, if I'm paying out of pocket, like I'm paying to see the big, the big names. That's about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, or people I just really fuck with. Like, don't when we were gonna go see Doja. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like stuff like that. But, um, so yeah, I've never paid that much. I haven't paid over five hundred dollars for a ticket before. You know what I'm saying? So I was just kind of like what's going on like this is a new world but i i regretted not going to see formation when i went to see on the run i was like fuck i should have gone to formation that shit would have been like life-changing but i also knew tickets were fucking like a million dollars so i was like i can't afford that so this time around your girl was like this needs to happen right right. so you're right so there's a really funny i I made a really funny live so, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, okay. I'm sad, but my heart will go on, you know? Damn, yeah. bitch. Okay, well, then I get it, then. I get it. Because, yeah, this is, like, my first experience going to yeah. see her. And this this album means a lot to right. me. Renaissance right. means a lot to me. It's a dance album, guys. I'm, like, obsessed with dance music. Like, I'm a dancer. I choreograph music uh, on the pole all the time. So this is a this is a big deal. And so uh, when I was in that queue, I made a, po- a funny reel on my Instagram, if you guys want to see, because that queue was my- a mindfuck, yeah. let me tell you, a fucking mindfuck. You got on that app and that shit said 2,000 plus people in the queue and you were like, oh, shit, well, fuck, I'm never getting tickets, like 2,000 plus. So I waited, I waited in the queue and then the number went down and it went down, you know, and I was like, okay, it went down to like, you know, 1700, you know, 700, eventually like 300 and eventually like 50 people in the queue. I was like, oh my God. Ah! And then I would get down to 50 and then it would go right back up to 200, 2000 plus. Yeah. Like I had to put in my, it said there was an error and then I had to put in the code again 
And then they put me right back in the end of the line. And it did that about two or three times, right? And what I think is happening, because, you know, Ticketmaster had that big issue with Taylor Swift's right, uh, concert, right. right? How there was, like, literally tickets being sold for, like, $50,000 for some shit, like, or some bullshit. So I guess Ticketmaster had to go through all these extremes to make sure that Beyonce and her team were um, were happy with how they handle things for her tickets. Because otherwise, you know, the queen is not right, around. You right. know what I'm saying? If she has to hire a whole team where you will go on her website to, to buy tickets, she she'll do yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? She will. You don't, you, you don't think she'll be okay without Ticketmaster? She'll be just right. fucking fine without Ticketmaster. So <clears throat> with that being said, um, I got eventually, like, I went back a few times. It kept, it kept resetting me. And then all of a sudden, I was inside to purchase tickets and pick my seat. And I was like, oh, I'm here. Girl, them tickets were all girl. I saw two twenty five thousand dollars. I saw a thousand dollars. I saw forty seven. I saw four hundred dollars. I saw five hundred. I saw a nice range. Actually, no, I'm lying. I only the the lowest ticket I think was like five hundred. Okay, that was like the okay. lowest. But the liter- but literally, like I saw, and then it depended on where. Also, like if you were gonna be in the beehive section. You are going to spend no less than fifteen hundred dollars on a Damn. ticket. Damn, what's in the beehive Yeah, like the section? beehives. That was in the middle part. You were like oh, in the in the pit. Okay. Yeah, and you were like right, so you could touch the like you could like reach up and possibly touch her hand, like that type okay. of shit. You know what I mean? So they have that section, but that's also reserved only for the beehive exclusive members. So if you weren't a beehive member before, like releasing, like you had to sign up for this shit on her website like a while back. Uh-huh. To be even to even have access to that space. Wow. So yeah. So like even so for me, I could buy tickets, but I could not buy Beehive member tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't sign I didn't sign up for the Beehive beforehand. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she yeah, they went through all these links. I went through, I chose some seat, I chose two seats. I was like, may the Lord be whatever what, what may the lo- may the lo- what, what what may the odds be forever in my favor, right? Yeah. Be the, like like on some Hunger Games right. shit, you know, because that's what it felt like. It felt like the Hunger Games for these tickets. And I submitted that shit and that price went through. And I said, well, Lord, t- your girl's broke. <laughs> but she got Beyonce tickets. Okay. That's too funny. You know what? The- that credit card said, ka-ching. You know what? The- I'm not mad at it. Especially after the Grammys. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> Excuse me. I suspected it's Grammys. Uh, all so, uh, the awards she won, and now she's like the most. I think she has the most. She's she's the artist who's won the most Grammys, right? Uh, she yes yes yeah. yes thirty three. I think it's thirty two actually. Uh, Grammys now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Becky's dying over yeah, there. Okay, she's hiding. <laughs> um. No, but seriously though, like I was really excited. Um, me and my sister are going, so shout out to Sakunita. Sakunita and I we're gonna be going to see Beyonce together. She's really excited. She's like, I'm treating myself. She's so cute. Um, I'm like, bitch, me too, because the fuck. Right. And it's funny because I was afraid to tell like the Rick Dog Network, and like I literally was like, uh, like I was taking him to work in yeah. the morning, and I was like, uh, so I got Beyonce tickets. He's like, what? You did? He's like, how? He's like, aren't they really hard to get? And I was like, yeah, they are. Because I guess like people on his at his job were saying how they were trying to get tickets and it was really yeah. hard to get it. Yeah. So yeah, and he was like, whoa. And then when I told him how much, he's like, how much did you pay? I'm like, I don't know. I won't tell you. I'm so embarrassed. He's like, how much? And I told him. He was like, oh, that's not that bad. I was like, 
what <laughs> he's like oh he's yeah probably, he's, he's like you to say something like you're probably gonna be like i don't know i spent like five thousand dollars six thousand dollars something just, just like when i asked him like what about riverside because you you're also like a boo deep down you have your moments you know where you have your all right let me splurge on this and you're just like oh shit you're like what did you spend on yeah that? and then i look yeah and i look back at my life like what did you do bitch <laughs> uh well the thing is though the thing about it is that ricky is a sports guy he is a sports guy. So my like my man will go to he he's like if if like the White Sox were in the World Series and it was like two thousand dollars a ticket, he'd be like, Oh yeah, that's totally okay. acceptable. Because yeah, because for him he's like, That's it's it's worth that. So I think he just was like, Well, yeah, I get it. This is like your Super Bowl. And I was like, Yeah, basically, you know. Oh, that's cute. Uh so yeah. Yeah, it was cute. And speaking of the Super Bowl people, I am really jealous because man. They, that game was good. Yeah, was game. And the show. And, the show. and Rihanna. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we just have to. Like s- classic Super Bowl for sure. Like that's what Super Bowl it is was, supposed it, to give all the time. Yes. All the time. <laughs> all the time. That like the, the two teams that were playing were amazing. It was like neck and neck. You know, shout out to, you know, the team. Like, you know, it's just, it's just like. You know, I obviously, you know, I don't really have any sort of like loyalty to each team. You know what I'm saying? I just be like, have fun, guys. Because I was there for Rihanna. True. I was there for Rihanna. I was like, Rihanna needs to win. And she did. From the team, me and Tim were like, I I told Kayla, I've been wanting to go to Kansas City to try the barbecue. She's like, bitch, let's go. And then at one point, I was like, I I don't want to go to Philly, too. Like, I wanted to go check that out. She was like, bitch, let's go. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) This bitch got me out here on road trips all over the damn place. Um, I mean, shit, I'll have some time now. So <laughs> no, but honestly, like I, um, I loved Rihanna's performance. I want everyone to shut the fuck up when it comes to talking shit about whether she wasn't dancing enough or not. I don't give a right. fuck. Y'all, y'all not, got like, seriously, like a whole ass human is growing inside her and y'all were y'all saying she didn't move enough for y'all. So, like kiss my ass, like kiss her ass. Like, fuck out of here you know what i mean like uh people the nerve the nerve of people honestly that performance was flawless the whole thing people have been trying to make memes out of it because you know the internet's gonna be the internet and it's just been like right. kind of cringe these memes i'm like i get it you're trying to be funny you're trying to be relevant like why can't you just let her be great like why can't you just let it be like wow she didn't she let, literally left no crumbs like she did that was perfect and the set was perfect. perfect. The choreography was good. She, her stage presence was amazing. That her outfit, the coat, the homage to Andre Leon Talley. Like, what? Right. What else do you want? Like, why does every? I mean, like, listen. I love to bullshit. I love to laugh. I love a fucking dank meme more than anyone. But like, not everything has to be a meme all the time, right? Like, I don't know. It's just lame. I just think that the trolls are gonna troll. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like you know, like uh I just think that's like some people just have to like make a statement and talk shit about yeah. something, you know, and like I agree with you. It was perfect. Why? It was a perfect con it was a concert. It was a perfect display of just her magnitude after like 13 minutes of her discography of like bangers. some of her greatest out greatest bangers, right? And the thing is like she didn't have enough time. To give it like sh- you guys, 
Take a moment. If you forgot how amazing Rihanna was, go through your phone, pull up your Spotify, pull up your Apple Music, put up your title, and scroll through Rihanna's discography. Just look through her songs and tell me that she's not the motherfucking, like, the GOAT. Like, because she is. Right. And then on top of that, this bitch is a whole-ass billionaire right. without she doing any the, sort of extra music from now on. She has the number one color line at Sephora. Number one at Sephora. Boom. That's not, that's, about, not, Becky that's had, not, like, that just doesn't happen overnight. That just Talk about her moment when, talk about her product placement oh, moment product, you got your life. Back. I loved it too because she also yeah. kind of laughed. Because listen, I, so Kim and I, so I, I, we've been following, like, trying to get updates about this damn performance from the whole time, the whole, since they announced it, we've been, like, speculating and, like, anything Dumois would post and be like, oh my god, they said this about this. And especially when she came out with this merch, you know, I was like, Kim, she's doing this without the NFL, like, logo or affiliated with that. I'm like, look at her, like, fucking making money off this shit. Same thing, there was things that she did with Fenty Beauty to kind of, like, honor the performance. And so, I don't know, I'm sure there had to have been friction. Probably, like, I'm sure the NFL Association had to have been like, this bitch is really out here being like, you didn't think of this angle, didn't you guys, in this contract? Because this, mind you, I doubt this will ever happen again. Like, I'm sure the next, for, yeah. for, for, from now until whenever NFL's over, <laughs> from now until the zombie apocalypse. Because <laughs> it's around the corner, y'all. Because it's around the fucking that's, corner at this point. That's the, that's my, uh, the last of a standum coming out of me, because that's like my new obsession. But anyways, um, I'm sure there's going to be a clause worked in, like, you can't make any money from, like, selling products or, you know, related to this performance, you know? Because in the product placement, it was just... <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. And, and I love that she even was like, this is some shit. Like, the, the, her smirk on her face was like, look at this. Like, it's my music, and I'm performing, and I'm also, like, promoting my the, my line. That's the number one color line at Sephora right now. Like, I'm that bitch. Who else can say that? Right. Who else can say right. that? And I guess maybe for those that aren't into, like, the beauty, tapped into, like, the beauty world, which is what I, the, what I work in, <clears throat> you know, it's, there's, it's so saturated with so many different, like, professional lines and then makeup artist lines and celebrity lines and to kind of break through in that way where it's like your, your line, like Sephora is the go-to place for people to go shop for all this stuff, you know? And they're the ones that are setting the trends and like keeping, you know, things moving forward and for Rihanna to keep up with that and and for her line to be of that magnitude for that store and in this place where there's so many other items, so many other great brands too. Like it says a lot that, that she's not just like, putting her name on something she's actually working with like creating these products and making them amazing and you know getting her customer to come back time and time again you know so that's I don't know I guess for me and like my like with what I do my nerdum with that is like that's that's amazing and to me why I've also been like she's not working on an album guys like what she's doing with Fenty Beauty Yeah, you know what? And that's the that's the nuance and the lens you have, yeah, Becky, yeah. because Becky, you guys, Becky's a licensed uh esthetician. She's been she's been an esthetician now for years, over a decade at this point now, right? Sixteen years. Sixteen mm-hmm. years, okay. 
So she's really tapped into the beauty world. And like, it's just comes from my ignorance. Like I don't come from the beauty side. I've come from more of the, you know, the fashion side. I went to fashion design school. So I like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm even not just tapped into that world either. You know what I mean? I kind of like left yeah. that after I don't, I haven't used my degree. So Becky has a really unique like that lens on like she knows how much these companies make money, right? How much money these companies make, uh, these beauty companies, and it's a fuck ton of They're money. But it's also a lot yes. of work. It's not, it's not right. as simple as like one, two, three, and even in the even in the background worlds of actually creating these beauty products, like there's so much politics at play with like the different vendors and distributors and manufacturers. Like it's a lot too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to our queen. Our she's our dictator. She's not even our president. She's our world <laughs> domination. She's our world leader. <laughs> she's our world leader. Like honestly, like I um, I don't know. I was like, I can't believe. Like I honestly didn't know what I was gonna get when we saw her perform. You know, what I mean, I, I was just kind of anticipating like everything and anything. Um, and when she came out and she was standing on that platform and she had, she, she rubbed her stomach, but not really like rubbed it. You know what I mean? So, like the camera panned out and she rubbed it, but she didn't hover there. Cause yeah. you know, when Beyonce made her announcement on SNL, when no, Beyonce made her announcement no, on SNL. On the MTV, uh, the VMAs. Oh, uh-huh. thank you. The VMAs. Thank you. Shout out to the pop culture queen. That was Becky. <laughs> Uh, that knows all these facts for some reason. I don't remember all this shit. But she has. She she, she rubbed her stomach very obviously. But Rihanna didn't really do that. You know what I mean? She like grazed it, but then got yeah. right back into performing. So me and Becky were like, "Bitch, is she, is she pregnant?" And we were looking at her stomach. We were like, "Bitch, is this bitch pregnant?" And then on top of that, was on that fucking stage hovering. Like like hundreds of feet from the ground, and we're so I'm over here having anxiety yeah. attacks. Like, bitch, get down! Right, you're pregnant. I was like, if this bitch don't. And then remember when the when the whole thing was over, I was like, all right, girl, get down, right. get right. down. Right. Everybody, grab her and get her safely to the ground. She is with child, please. <laughs> so. Yeah, that upset me. It, was, it reminded me of when uh, Beyonce did her performance at the Grammys and she was in that chair yeah. and she was pregnant oh with the twins. God. And every, the beehive was like, what? And we were all like, literally like, somebody, what? This chair, like, stop. Like, she's pregnant with twins. Like, stop. Like, it was like anxiety. Like, the, like why do why do our faves want to scare the shit out, out of their fa- out of their stands? Like, give us heart attacks I like still, this. I, 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 okay. I would love to see, like, how Beyonce pulled, because she had to have been totally sick. There's no way she would have done that. Like Rihanna, though, too. Like I, so I, I have this theory. Oh, of course, the dog's barking. Hey, Estrella. She hasn't barked all day. Hey, girl. And when we started recording, I was like, okay, yes, she hasn't. She's been a good girl. <laughs> she's like, what's right, up, girl? Where you been? Right. right. Hi, it's Estrella. No, okay. but going back to about the the performance, I. Yes. The, with the jacket that she, Andre Leontali's jacket that she wore, uh, I right. think she also chose it because she had to then strap the fuck in. And it was covering oh, the strap. Oh, you know what? Becky, mm-hmm. that's a good fucking point. Yeah. 
That is a good point. There was point. no way she was standing all the way up there not strapped in. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, that's a huge liability. Right. Like, there's no way. You're absolutely right. Beck, come through with a fucking production, okay? <laughs> like, literally, that is it. That was definitely it. Because, yeah. like, yeah, I remember when Beyonce, Beyonce was just put up on that thing, too. Remember at the Dubai concert, and she had that thing around her. She was all strapped in, too. Right. She had this, like, harness and this, like, part of the stage just like cradled her in right. so i'm sure it was something like that too because there's no fucking way oh my god did you see that one um reel i sent you uh it was that one chick from like the news uh annabella anna what's her name That's, that was literally every like. Isn't that funny? Like, so that's what Isn't that funny? Literally, like, literally right now, she was like, Beck, I was dying the whole time she was up there. I was holding my breath. I was like, me too. What the fuck? Like, I could just picture, like, like, get your ass down here. What, what are you doing up there? Like, where was right. her mama at? The fuck? Right. Be like, Rob, like, Robin? Rihanna, uh, and it's also, guys, we've been saying her name wrong. It's Rihanna. Really? Did you know that, Becky? Did you know that? There's actually, there, you guys, so Rihanna is not, that's not how we pronounce, that's not properly how you say her oh, name. Her shit. name is Rihanna. How Rihanna. she's never corrected us? She has. She has the article. I actually showed Sakuna yesterday because I told her as well. I was like, you know, we've been saying her name wrong, right? And she's like, what? And I showed her there's this article that where she was talking to, let me pull it up. Uh, she was correcting her name and how you pronounce it. Rihanna's name. Rihanna. I feel bad. Don't feel bad. I mean, it's not like she's been like really mad about it. I think that you know how the you know how Raven Simone's name is also wrong? Raven What's Simone is not Simone. It's her her name is it's pronounced Simone Simonier. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so this is an article. It says how to pronounce uh, Rihanna's name. A guide to sing the Super Bowl halftime show's performances, performer's name. It says most fans of Rihanna think that they know how to say her name, but often are off after hearing her pronounce it, they are left asking themselves one question. Oh, Nana, what's her name? Oh, that's cute. Okay, yeah, cute. Whatever. Um, this is an article that I, I'm okay. Wait, sorry. So yeah, ever since Rihanna became a pop star, whatever, uh, we've been pronouncing her name incorrectly. So her name is actually uh, she. Oh, she was on Ellen DeGeneres, and then she pronounced her. She was on Ellen's show when she said oh, her name is. Her name is. Okay. So it's not. It's not Rihanna. It's Rihanna. Okay. So Rihanna, Rihanna, and then her name is Robin Rihanna Fenty. That's like her maiden name. Okay. That's like her government. So yeah, we're we're. I mean, what kind of navy are we to just call her by her wrong name? Wow. True, wow. True. However, I'm over here talking shit, and nobody can say the name of Kimboology anyways. And plus, I think I say it wrong I think anyways. That's so weird. I think it's so weird that people don't know how to say Kimboology. Like, what do they think it is? I mean, I think grammatically it probably is supposed to be oh, Kimboology, yeah. but I don't fucking care. Like, call it whatever. 
it's just Kimology. It's like shit that I, it's shit that embodies me. Right. So there you go. And I just thought of something cute and kitschy. I've actually thought, I thought of this name though when I was like, again, were you very inspired, young. Were you inspired by Do or Die? What's that one song where they have where it's like, they learn Twista? No, Do or Die. <laughs> I'm like, the album Do or Die by Twista? <laughs> no. The, you know, Bitch. like, do you want to ride? In the backseat of a candy. Yeah. yeah, bitch, that's Twista. Yeah, right? Did, he, I think he's featured on the song, but it's not. Like, I know, but you you looked at me crazy like he wasn't in the goddamn song. I was like, girl, I oh. love me some Twista now. Okay, but you know the you know the, that part of the song where he's yeah. like, he's learning these whole bi- biology. And it's oh, like, you think that I, I got it from there? <laughs> no, no, I didn't say, were you inspired by that song? Did you draw <laughs> Um, no, sorry. The Sorry, I don't have that, you know, I don't have that to say. I would love to be able to say that. Uh, no, I just <laughs> thought it, like, honestly, I thought of this a long time ago. I was like, this was back when I was making, like, handbags for people. Yeah. Like, it was weird. Like, I don't know why. I just I thought, Kimology, you know, like, anything like, yeah. ology, let's, let's look up ology and what it means. What's the, like, definition of ology? Is that something like right? The study, uh, of, the study of ah study. So it's the the subject or of study a branch of yeah. knowledge. So it's the study of me and yeah. my bullshit. Right. So that's why it's Kimboology. Y'all heard it first. You're welcome. Right. Okay. I like it. Say it however you want. Say it however you want. That's why I say that's what I'm saying. Rihanna, Rihanna is not mad. She's not pressed. When you sent me when you sent me your podcast, I was like, oh, Kimboology. Like that's. That's how it rolled off my tongue. So see, see, people just don't. I just they just don't get it. I, I guess, guess. But whatever. Are, those that are unseasoned. <laughs> oh, like unseasoned chicken. Ooh, that raw chicken. Oh my god. I'm just Did y'all hear her? If you say my, <laughs> if you say Kimology, Kimology, like Becky just called you a slut and a slut back horror. And yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's high. Um, so, uh, we're going to wrap up recycling the news guys, because we actually have some things that we need to do, but that was it guys. We're just really excited. Rihanna did an amazing performance at the Super Bowl. She's fucking phenomenal. We stand her and Beyonce is amazing as well. And I will be seeing her on July 22nd at the soldier at soldier field. And I will be there on time and present for, and I will be in the 200 level getting my whole fucking life. Yes. That's what I'll be doing. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. And we actually do have a Meditate, Masturbate, Medicate segment for you guys. Uh, I think Becky mentioned it a few weeks back before she left to Puerto Rico. We want to talk about bong usage and bongs and uh, just kind of everything bong related. Talking about how to clean them. Talk about how maybe it's nice. Maybe it'll be good to take a little tea break from your bong, you know, and why you should do that. So, yeah, we'll be right back. And we, and we will be right back after, after these detailed messages. All right, y'all, we are back and it's time for Meditate, Masturbate, and or Medicate. Guys, it's Medicaid this week, and we want to talk about bongs. We want to talk about bongs this week. This was actually Becky's idea. Yeah. Well, Kim got me my, um, a bong for Christmas. Really nice. Well, she got me a bong for my birthday last year. 
too. Um, oh my god, I give you bongs every year. <laughs> oh my god, I just noticed that. No, I love shit. it. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's what I needed. Um, no, but um, and so uh, when was this? Like in November or like October, where yeah. there was like basically like an intervention <laughs> made to Kim. <laughs> Because I got pulled aside, y'all, <laughs> by my by my production team, aka the Rick Dog Network and Becky. I got I had an intervention. I did. So we found out that she'd just been hitting her bong <laughs> multiple times a day. <laughs> I hear and, judgments. No, I hear the, judgment there. No, listen. I think it's important we talk about this because I don't know about you. But, like, I definitely, now that I'm fully, like, a stoner, you know, and, and I've gone, I can wax poetic about all the ways cannabis has changed my life, right? But I, st- I still deal with stigma sometimes. Like, oh, my God, am I too high right now? Like, how am I coming off to someone? You know, um, am I, like, am I, like, I don't know. You kind of get in your own head sometimes about, like, all, like, oh, my God, what are people going to think that I'm a stoner? Mm-hmm. And, right. um and so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that we're, at least for like you and me, Kim, we're in a, in a place in our lives where like, we do have to stop and ask, like, what are we doing? Why are we doing it? You know? And, um, I, I, I think it's another important thing too, as an adult to be like, just because we can, does, does it mean that we should, you know? Right. And so anyways, Kim was like, yeah, we found out she'd been hitting the bong like five times or six times a day, getting like extremely high. No, bitch, not well, that much. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how long. I'm like, wait, was it that much? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this is on Ricky's part. This is on Ricky's part. <laughs> no, and it, it's funny because like both Ricky and Becky were like, wait, are you just like hitting the bong and like going to work and like <laughs> do, like functioning as a human being and like being out and stuff? And I'm like, yeah. And they're just like, like they both were like, girl, if I hit the bong, like I, there's no fucking way I could do that right, stuff. And right. I'm just like, no, I can. Right. And I do. Right. And, so, <laughs> and I do. And so, and, and so Ricky was like, you know, Kim, like you should slow it down a little bit. And Kim was like, oh, you guys think. And I was like, yeah, well, it kind of makes sense, girl. Yeah, we do get dumb high off smoking. I was like, I thought I was like, I thought you were only hitting it the once a week when I would come over before we went to the show. And he was like, oh no. So anyway, she cooled it off on that, whatever. And then when I got back from Mexico, I was sick. And at one point, I ran out of, like, my organic raw cones because I was smoking. And I was so sick that I didn't even have, like, the energy to, like, place an order on Amazon. Like, I was just sick. And I was like, fuck it, let me use the bong Kim got me for Christmas. And I was, like, hitting it. And I was, like, just getting ridiculously high you know <laughs> and thank god i was sick right because it was actually helping me like fall asleep and like relax because i was like really stressed out because i had to call off work i was so sick and i felt bad because i had all these like clients that were had appointments and it was just a stressful situation and so i wasn't resting the way i should have been because i was like in my head so the mm-hmm. cannabis really the cannabis was really me- helping me you know in that regard but then I was like, damn, like, I can't believe Kim was getting high like this. You know, like, this is crazy. So anyways, it started this conversation between me and Kim. It's like, well, how much use is too much use? You know, when should you use it? When is it appropriate to use? Like, 
um, I don't let's go into it. Like, what do you think? Or like, where, where are you at now that we've had these like conversations? No, I mean, like, I think this is actually like, I didn't realize how I, I like that you're, I like that we're having this conversation and I like that you're, sh- that you shared your experience, uh, with the bong itself. Like, this is like, you have actual, like real, like experience yourself, not just like me, because I think that bongs are, they hit everybody differently. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In the sense of like some people that have just have higher tolerances, like that could be just like hitting a joint for them or like hitting a one hitter for like that's probably like that's just the tolerance that they're at you know what I mean and the thing is I don't necessarily think too like I just think that um because some people think like oh well if you have a high tolerance that must mean like you're a regular consumer some people just have higher tolerances like sometimes it just it just depends on your body chemistry right it's just it's just a matter of your body chemistry so like um for me uh yes I get dumb high but I'm a functional stoner so I can really do a lot of shit when I'm high as fuck. You know what I mean? Uh, I love to like, for example, like I get really inquisitive and I just get re- like all the ideas just like roll through my head. I can choreograph easier when I'm high. You know what I mean? So if I hit my bong and that bong is just going to hit, it's going to be instantaneous, instantaneous, the, like the amount of like that feeling that you get when you're high, your um, onset time, like the time that it takes to get you high. is like super fast it hits you right away. Uh, also, when you smoke the bong, like the effects, I think last longer, right? So you're a little, you're higher for a longer period of time as opposed to like maybe hitting your one hitter or a joint. Um, you know what I mean? So it just depends. Uh, I think that though, like anything you do in life, you have to be like, you have to have balance, right? And so if yeah. you're constantly smoking and hitting your bong like every hour and your tolerance is just like, it's going to be to the point where like, I don't even feel shit anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's your body telling you need to just kind of like take a little break. They call that, they call them tea breaks. They call them tolerance breaks, right? Um, Becky, I know she has mentioned that she wanted to take a tolerance break, but also you noticed that something was going on with your throat and how you were just yeah. coughing a lot. Yeah. I, I, I can't shake the cough that I had from getting when I was sick in January. And um, I think that's going to involve like quitting smoking for a little bit. Um, just, or maybe fi- maybe consuming it a different way. Maybe just doing edibles for a little bit. Yeah, or I took, I took edibles to Puerto Rico and I was like, this is not for me anymore. Like, <laughs> I'm like a real stoner now. Like, I need actual flour. Like, I'd rather go without. You know what I mean? Oh, like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Just like a proper tea break. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think maybe, maybe I would take an indica gummy to go to sleep on vacation just because sometimes like when you're, I don't know about you, but sometimes when I'm in a new place, I really can't fall asleep super easily. But even right. then, I'm like, I can, you know what? Like when I travel, like, cause I have a, a sleep mask that I have. Okay. <clears throat> That's a really good one. I'm like... Maybe I'll just get into the habit of like bringing that with me so I can fall asleep easier, you know, or okay. I don't know. There's other tricks of the trade I could do. It doesn't have to be through cannabis when I travel. Although, I like that. Although I, I do love edibles for flying for my nausea. So oh, yeah. That like pretty much cures me of my nausea. And I also need it because I get travel anxiety. Um, do you guys hear her she's like i'm a true stoner and i don't do edibles anymore wait but i needed to fly and to but, sleep but you can't, everybody but you, anxiety and this and that i know i know i know like do you hear okay, I, I know i'm full of shit i'm full of shit ah. 
<laughs> she's a lawyer. All right. Bullshit, okay. bitch. You're a bitch. You so love weed. My, you want to, you know. My preference is flour, is what I'm trying there to say. There you go. There like, you my go. true go. preference, like, necessity, and I consider, like, nausea and travel anxiety a necessity for cannabis. Like, that's, right. I'm going to have to take an edible because you can't smoke on a plane. You can't smoke in right. the airport, you know. Right. So it is what it is, but... Outside of that, like for my, for day to day, anything, whether I'm on vacation mm-hmm. or whether I'm like living my normal work life, like edibles are just not it for me. I, right. For me, it's flower. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, no, I mean, I think that you progress. And the thing is, like, guys, like, I don't know if you guys remember in the beginning when Becky was brought on to the show as the co-host. Like, do you guys remember when she wasn't really a consumer like that? Do you guys remember that? When yeah. she was like, I was smoked a little indica. <laughs> I almost took a little indica and I was like, oh, really, bitch? What kind? What strains are in that indica? Like, you know what I mean? Like, now this bitch is like, (laughs) she's like, I'm like, now this bitch is a fucking connoisseur. Okay. A cannabis connoisseur. Okay. And she's like, got her pinky up. I don't want to take those edibles. Like, I need flour. Flour, nothing. I'd rather go without. But no, it just shows you, though, like, how much cannabis has been impactful in your life Yeah, that totally. you literally, you literally have situations now where you're like, actually in order for my anxiety to be better, I need to take edibles during plane rides or car, tr- car rides or whatever have you, you know what I mean? Uh, cannabis is obviously there's a, I'm a medical patient. So like it's a medicinal um, plant as well. So people use it for many different ailments. It helps with like, you know, pain chronic pain you know things like that so with the bong i feel like it just hits you so much more you know what i mean it's just such a more right. intense high and so um yeah bongs it's are like really great for that you immediately feel it in your body like and in your head it's like a yes. full body high and it's, it's like a full body face. high yeah yeah and now with a bong, right? It depends on what type of bong you have. You know, me and Becky, uh, well, I love the brand, my bud vase. They're these beautiful bongs that almost, they just look like that vases, like vases, like that just like would be beautifully sit on your, on your, um, counter when hold flowers. Right. So the whole premise behind this company is that they just make these beautiful bongs that look like they're just vases, uh, that you can put flowers in, you know, to kind of like normalize the fact that like, yes, we're smoking a bong and we're smoking weed, but it could be elevated as well, which the bougie stoner in both of us, we get our lives, right? Right. But what is the way, how do you clean your bong? You know what I mean? Like, like there are like, there's a, you guys got to clean your bong. Yeah. You need to clean your bong. Like it's disgusting. Like clean your fucking bong, like remove the water that is in your bong, pour it out. Okay. I like to pour it in the toilet. Okay. I don't, I don't recommend pouring it down your sink unless you have a actual uh, trap that will catch all that resin. Don't pour it down your sink, guys, because it will collect in your sink and through the tube and good luck getting resin out of your fucking, um, your sink, the, the tubes or whatever the fuck they're called. You're, you know, look at Becky over here fucked up. She's fucked up right now. She's actually fucked up. Yeah, girl. Think about it. I mean, if you pour it in the toilet, at least it's in the water and there's just more of it to flush down. You know what I'm saying? Because like in that bong water, there's like residue and in in the sink, it just like, you know how the sink, it just catches so many things in the sink, like your hair and all the the crap, like, and then you have to pour that like, you know, like that, uh, what do you call it? Like the, you have to pour that stuff down your drain to like declog it. 
chemical. Yeah, you put Drano down there to declog it. Like resin, guys, is extremely hard to get rid of, right? It's like the the resin is that dark. Huh? Even with Drano? I mean, like, I'm not going to say it doesn't. Like, Drano is like an acid, basically, right? It's like going to get everything out. But I'm just saying, like, if you have, if you couldn't choose, I would rather, I think that the toilet would be better. This is my opinion, guys. I mean, like, I'm not no toilet expert or whatever, or plumbing mm-hmm. expert, but I just think that there's like, just strategically, I'm like, I'm not a plumbing expert or anything like that. Just like, just don't pour it down your sink, like pour it in your toilet, you know, or outside. Yeah. I don't fucking girl, like, or outside maybe, you know, in the grass or I mean, maybe not, not, not they might him, kill your grass. Not him legally protecting yourself. <laughs> I was like, listen, don't, don't come for me. I was like, I'm no plumber, guys. I don't fucking know. They're like, hey, Kim said to pour down your toilet. I'm like, y'all, I am high. And I'd be just cleaning my bong. Like, like I don't know what I'm talking about. No, I'm just saying. But no, I mean, um, there are just ways that you can clean your bong, right? And then there's also an organic way. There's also an organic way to clean your bong, too. Uh, and that's using, like, vinegar, baking soda, and lemon. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, some people will use isoprolic uh, alcohol. Right. A lot of people will say alcohol uh, is the best way to clean your bong. However, I did that before and it broke my bong. Yeah. Like I let it's it sit in there. It's a it's really harsh. So like yeah. also just be very aware. I had a glass bong and I let the like solution just kind of sit. I also used that one cleaner called 420 cleaner before. And that stuff is like, again, like acid and sh- it's like a lot. It's very heavy. So, um, and not necessarily organic. Um, there's some organic ones, but still like guys, yeah. you, you can't let it sit in there too no. long either. Cause it's also like glass. It's, it's sand guys. Glass is sand. It's just hard right. and sand, you know? So it's not, it's not instruct. It's not either. It restruct- what, what's that word? It's not just, bitch, you can break it. Right. That word, that word right there. You can break it. So I would say if you want a more organic way. Uh, you can disassemble your bong carefully with gloves. Uh, you remove all the individual pieces of your bong. Uh, you set the mouthpiece and the pipe in like a soft surface, like by the sink. Uh, you do a quick clean, just rinse it out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'll obviously pour out that water um, first. You know, I would do it in the toilet and then I would rinse it out maybe in the sink. And then you would add your eco-friendly like cleaning products. So you would like fill the base of your bong with vinegar and add a few teaspoons of like baking soda cover the bong holes and you shake it hard for a few minutes and then when the vinegar has turned like brownish like like you rinse out that mixture and you with warm water right and then you do that for how many times you feel like you need to do it to get rid of all that brown um brownish water you know um same thing for like the other parts of your bong i would probably if you want to like soak it in there you know um like probably like put it in a, put, put the solution in like a, a um like a cup or a bowl and then put the smaller pieces in the solution. Let it sit in there for a few sec, uh, for like a minute, maybe nothing too long though, guys, you don't want it to be in there forever. Okay. Uh, and then you would take it out, wash it out with hot water too. And then, uh, the lemon, uh, you could use fresh lemons to cut through that hard to remove stain. So like those, like the resin spots, like the really dark spots with the resin on there, you could kind of use the lemon to kind of like clean that up and stuff too. Uh, but yeah, that's basically it. You know, there's all sorts of like, people will tell you different ways. There's like all sorts of solutions and things and products out there now. But if you want a very organic, very clean way to do it, vinegar, you know, baking soda, lemon, hot water to clean your bong. Love that. I also put yeah. um, salt in mine to like rinse it through. Salt too. 
and yeah. I felt like but don't leave little, it in there too long. Don't no, leave it in I, there too long. I like I well I, I used a bunch of salt and like I like ran it through with water like slowly and like the the salt kind of scraped away some of the resin. Yeah, but yeah. you couldn't do that in a toilet because you don't have like a hose attachment in the toilet. That's why I was sitting in the kitchen sink, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, guys, <laughs> it's like, if there's a little bit in there, okay. I'm talking about that wa- that that bong water that sits in your... Yeah. That, that All that bong water that sits in there from you smoking and it's like brown. I necessarily wouldn't pour it down my sink. I would pour it in the toilet. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. That water. Yeah. Okay. That water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that water. Okay. If, you, if you rinse it out with the hot water in your sink, don't know. I mean, that's what I do. That's what I do. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I meant that. Sense. I meant that brownish, that brownish bong water. Like I would pour it in your toilet. That's what. I okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Then that makes sense. Okay. Right. Right. And then do it often, because honestly, right. that's disgusting. Like, it's okay, guys. You could fill it up with water again. Like, I get it. I get it. I'm not. I'm. Listen. I'm no angel. I'm sure my bong water is brown and disgusting right now. Okay. But now that we're talking about this, guess what I'm gonna do after this? I'm gonna clean my bong. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, guys, that's that's really it for uh, meditate, masturbate, medicate this week. We have a quick one because uh, me and Becky are very busy. We have a uh, we have <laughs> lots to do today. So um, we uh, did you want to leave anything else with the people? Like, did you want to talk anything else about bongs or? Um, no, but like I said earlier, like let us know what you guys think of this audio and. Oh yes. Yeah, yes. Like, give us all the feedback because you know. This is not something we'll do all the time, but sometimes the occasion will call for it. So please be super honest and let us know. I know Kim's sensitive about that. If you want to message me and give me like... Becky swears that I just can't take any criticism, but she's not wrong. It's really hard. But you've gotten better at it. You've gotten better at it. That wasn't like a... That wasn't like I wasn't putting you down. I'm just saying like, give us the full, you know, enchilada. Becky back. likes drama. Becky likes drama and negativity. <laughs> so she's like, tell me I'm a piece of shit. Tell me I'm not, I'm not, I'm, tell me I'm worthless. Tell me my audio sucks. Let me know. I want to know. I'm like, girl. <laughs> but yeah, guys, no, we're de- like, this is the program. This is the software I use to like interview guests as well. So I do want, I, I do need all the feedback because in order, you know, in order to like have guests on my show, um, you know, until we can find a way to do that more in person, which we will in the near, you know, in the future, you know, we will eventually. But in the meantime, in between time, this is how we're going to do things. So we appreciate all your feedback. And if always, as always, guys, if you haven't already, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That really does help mm-hmm. us. Also on Facebook. So if you are on Facebook and then um, Becky be forgetting. <laughs> Becky be forgetting we have Facebook. And she's like, girl, what? I'm like, yeah, bitch, Facebook. Um, Yeah, if you're on Facebook, please leave us a review on Facebook. I have been very active on Facebook, guys. So uh, I'm an auntie. So I'm fully in Facebook landia with the other aunties and uncles. Having a key, okay? Having a key. Also on TikTok, which TikTok, their algorithm still hates me because they don't know whether to put me in with the chickens uh, the barn, like the farm talk or the pole dance talk or uh, the podcast talk. And because I'm an idiot and I have so many fucking things that I'm doing, I also haven't chosen which way to go. Because unfortunately on TikTok, you have to like choose your shit and then stick with it. You can't like mix it up. Otherwise, the algorithm is just too like confused. Do you ever get that, Becky? Um, I, on TikTok? No, yeah, like 
Oh, the, all the creators who like, or like, for instance, like I love Candle Talk, and like when I mean, they, they, they can't talk about anything else. Candle you know? Talk, I know. Candle, like making candles. No, like there's they review them. There's like they talk about wow. Becky, you are actually so fascinating. Like, I want to see Becky's algorithm on her TikTok. It's probably like so weird. Because you know why? No, because because you were on Stripper Talk before yeah. me. Yeah, Becky was on Stripper Talk. Like she was like a part of the Stripper Talk, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I don't know. Like, how how is this your algorithm? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So Becky's like TikTok is just really interesting because she's just she's got all sorts of nuances that she enjoys ASMR. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I like. I'm a weirdo too. Sobrano. Yeah. Like I, I love um watching horses get their pedicures. You know, oh, horses. You know, but yeah, they get it's soothing. It's very. It's, soothing. I like watching that. There's, they're called yeah. farvers. They're called far farvers, or the, the the people that actually do yeah, it, guys. Like these yeah. are like these are like cowboys or like farmers that that's their job is to like it's like to give horses pedicures for their hooves, and I watch them and they're so fascinating. I don't know why I love watching it. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's no, so weird. It's soothing. Yeah. It's soothing because yeah. you can probably like it too. But anyway, yeah. Anyways, I know we're high. We need to go. All right, guys. We love you so much for listening. Uh, we will, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Oh, well, I'm gonna leave the people with. Uh, tell Rihanna get off that damn stage. <laughs> tell Rihanna get off that damn stage. All right, guys. We'll talk to you Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. Well, shoot the damn dog.